right, Jesse, what was your question? I honestly forgot it. I don't remember it. Oh, no, do better. <laughs> Wait, Jesse's asking the questions this app? No, Jesse was like, yeah, Jesse was like, I have a question. I was like, I want to record. It's, um, yeah, like when you hit record, everything falls apart. You forget how to play your instrument. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I don't play an instrument. Yeah. But. Question. If you don't know how to play an instrument anyway, and your instrument isn't an instrument, drums, does a bear shit in the, in the woods. I literally. Pretty soon. I, <laughs> what? I just took a micro nap. Yeah. I know. I, I thought I was, I was building up a head of steam and then it was just like nothing. So, uh, what else? <laughs> this is good to see you guys. Wow, this is this is one of the great beginnings of an episode. One of the greats. What are the other greats? Uh, the other ones. Episode two was good. Just this one. This is the great. This is the great third mailbag episode. Great beginnings. Mailbox the ghost. Mailbox the ghost number three. This is a mailbox ep- mailbag episode, isn't it? Oh yeah. We don't have a guest, so. But you know what we do have? Mailbag episode. We have a theme song. That's good. You're going to need to explain that. What is there to explain? <laughs> Did you make that? Yeah, like two minutes ago. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, we pushed back the start to this recording 15 minutes. I got here five minutes before that start. I recorded it. I bounced it. I've been waiting. This is fantastic because while you were on vacation, I forced Tommy at gunpoint to make a mailbag theme. Wait, you're saying we, we have competing mailbag themes? We do. We have two. And, well, the funny thing is that ours is already published. I mean, it's published. It's been in the mailbag, in the previous mailbag one. It was? Yes. I didn't notice. Huh? You guys should check out this podcast. It really sucks. I listened to it. Are you sure it was in there? Wait, you edited it in post? No. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Because you didn't play it live, obviously. I didn't play it live. So, I just sent you the email today. I was really looking forward to this. So... You have to click on the um, that link. With- you tell me how to use email. I, I know how to use email. I can do email. No, uh, click on the um, where it says famous uh, theme songs. Yeah, and go to and go to mailbag theme. Yeah. Now I did send this to you personally, and you didn't respond. Forty-five minutes ago, you sent me an email of assets that we normally. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what? No, when I wrote it, when I wrote it, and I made Tommy record it. You sent it to me. Yeah. I don't remember that. I know. <laughs> All right. So mailbag theme and mailbag theme. And there's two. No, there's one. There's mailbag theme. There's mailbag theme plus intro. Is oh, that a mailbag intro? I added an intro. Uh, you know what? Yeah, do the one with the intro, please. There's a, you made an intro? This is chaos. And you re- I made it. Listen to the podcast. It really sucks. I thought I listened to it. Yo, we don't need to listen to... Also, we make the podcast. That's like living these conversations twice. Who needs <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to it right now. True. Do you go... How do you... Do you go back at the end of your day and just like revisit like... <laughs> Phone calls. Point me to the bathroom? No. Do you really want to... Do you want to know? I... At work, I ha- I can listen to stuff and it's actually good for my... To protect my hearing by having headphones in. Okay. So I can review this stuff. <laughs> what? What are you reviewing? What do you mean? The podcast. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, the podcast. The, the podcast. podcast. Got it, got it, got it. We got to edit out all the problematic shit you guys say. Keep monologuing because I'm having trouble downloading this. Keep going. <laughs> um, Tommy, I added a little intro. And anyway, all kidding aside, I did throw this in the uh, mailbox that goes number two. Oh. So that was the day, the day but. Okay, the real heads know. The real heads know. Yeah, that was the day but. But now we can talk about what it is. So Je- Jesse literally just sent me a vo- you sent me a voice memo, right? You were like, hey, Tommy, do this. And I was like, yeah, okay. And I think I said, do it tonight. 
So this is a Jesse wrote this song. I do want to be clear. Jesse Jesse very much wrote this song. I I only did a small ad lib. It's it is this is a hundred percent Jesse's creation. This sounds like somebody trying to get out of some responsibility. I like that. No, I like it. I like it. It's good. All right, now mailbox theme. I'll just do mailbox theme. I'm doing a mailbag. Mailbag. Do it with the intro. Mailbag. Do it with the intro. All right, here it goes. It goes like it goes like this. Mailbag episode. <laughs> They're they're the same. They're the same. That's crazy. Same key and everything. That's amazing. This is a this is uh this is at Studio Magic. I just played the same song twice in case you're catching up. Uh, this is the this is what he was really talking about. Mailbag episode. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Rule of threes gets funnier every time until it stops. Here it is. All right. I wanna thank you all for asking such stupid questions. I got low standards, so here's your stupid answers. Let's open the mail. <laughs> That's a little different. <laughs> That's really good. Thanks. Let's open the mail. He, Tommy threw that in and shattered me. Because I thought I wrote a funny song. Yeah, that is shattering. I thought I wrote a funny thing, and then at the end of it, Tommy sent me a mix of it, and he just said, let's open the mail. <laughs> Lost it. Really good. I like that in this in our little like uh, ecosystem. Tommy's the hey, I need a southern vulgar joke song guy. <laughs> like what a space to be in. That's all I got. It was like literally a random Wednesday night. I said, <clears throat> I said Tommy, let's do this tonight, and we did it in an hour or so. Right, it took about an hour. But I just all I remember is saying like more like go all the way country <laughs> more like can i say redneck i don't know if i can say that i think you can say it, it just means they have sunburns <laughs> i guess i did say it. i'm very pasty so i can say it like if i've had a redneck. that's not how it works now what you just said is inappropriate somehow <laughs> if i currently have a redneck should we dive into the mailbag no 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 i well now let's do the mailbag theme plus intro oh. i don't i don't even know what that means i don't know what that means either ladies and gentlemen Timmy Honches and the Gristle Whistle. <laughs> okay, hold on. That is published. That's the one you included? Yeah. You put that? Yes. You put Gristle Whistle online without consent? And with no preface. Absolutely. I <laughs> I assumed that you guys would tell me the next day, hey, that was Jesse, that was awesome. I thought Ben would go, what a theme song. Not the next day, but I thought you would listen to it like at some point. Is it is it when is the episode? Is it the first thing in the episode? No. Then just <laughs> Okay, honestly, it's not a competition, but I don't like your jingle as much as mine, Ben. Oh, Whoa, shots fired. I think it's low effort, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I did it in two minutes. It is low effort. I will say I like it more than the farmer's, uh, and you know this, you know my least favorite jingle is the farmer's uh, insurance. Bum, bum, ba -dum, bum. We are farmers. Yeah. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Jesse, I have bad news for you. What? You don't know how computers work, <laughs> and I control the music. So it doesn't matter what you think. Now... I think Tommy did a really good job. <laughs> I think everybody's doing great. I do want to listen to the beginning of this one again. <laughs> like, there's no why are you why why are, why are you throwing rocks? Huh? Like, don't throw rocks. Everyone can have nice theme songs. I thought it'd be fun to like. Uh, I don't have to explain my art. No, no I, I like the song. I don't know why you gotta harsh my vibe. Oh, oh, honestly, because I just try to do a nice thing for you. This is what happens. When I do nice things. I okay. To be honest, I I was like, okay, Ben. That jingle sounds like you did it in two seconds. And that triggered me because I, I never shut up about how much I hate the farmer's 
jingle. And I was like, I think I think your jingle actually took more effort than we are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. So this is in psychology, you call this like projection. Yes. Like you are mad about farmers, the jingle, and taking it out on me, Ben. In psychology, I think the phrase is leave the jingles to Jesse. I love that we just we just we just uh, repurposed and diminished to like very meaningful psychology terms. Yeah. You got triggered. You got, what was the other Projection? one? Projection. Projecting. Projection. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I got triggered. Anyway, because I have ultimate power. Well, no, because Tommy did a good job. I just want to listen to this beginning again because it's so vulgar. Ladies and gentlemen, Timmy Honches in the gristle whistle. <laughs> We're going to move into the questions. <laughs> no, hold in a on. How many takes? No, 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 no. Hold on. How many takes did, how many takes? How many takes? Honestly, I think I did uh, four. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really good. Wow. Yeah, I think I nailed it on the third, and I tried one more, and I was like, "That's you know, when you start to lose it." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm starting to lose it. I'm starting to lose it. I'm lost. Look, I this uh, haunch. You know what? There's, you don't have to explain anything. We we've talked about this character before. Tommy, the meat guy. The meat guy. We'll, we'll talk about the meat guy at another time. For the record, anyone listening, we called Tommy in this band the meat guy. <laughs> Tommy has an alter ego. As of just now. Yeah. yeah. We are going to answer questions like pretty soon. But uh, Tommy's alter ego where he talks about, um, you know, taking apart an animal. <laughs> that was a character exclusively for you on one tour we did. I know. What's happening right now? What's happening right now? So when you're on tour... You, you lose your mind. Yeah, you lose your you sense of brain, what's yeah. appropriate. You get tour brain. You lose, you know, your sense of humor all becomes whittled down to, in our experience, what makes Jesse laugh. And whatever that <laughs> is, you double down, double down, double down. <laughs> We've all gotten in trouble outside of the van by utilizing things that make Jesse laugh in the real world, and it doesn't take. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is, is very private, <laughs> very personal. Right. It shouldn't be uh, public. Right, right. And I just think, you know, before you start talking about Mr. Siegel's gristle whistle, okay. it might just be good to clear it. Honestly, I know it sounds inappropriate, inappropriate. Yeah. I, I thought of gristle as a funny word that Tommy, that the meat guy, yeah. you know, the meat guy really taught me what gristle was. And uh, I thought, what well, rhymes with that? And then I had a work of art. Right. And on that note. Should we get to some questions? Let's do it. I don't even know which theme song to play. Let's all sing the new theme song. We are jukebox. The arrangement. I don't like it lyrically. I don't like it melodically. The arrangement. It's like, it's, what is it? Uni- it's not even, it's kind of like tone deaf unison. We can move on. The Limu Emu fills me with rage. What's that? The Liberty Mutual Emu fills me with rage. Have you seen these commercials? It's all yellow. No. Coldplay? It was all yellow. <laughs> it was all yellow. Well, hello, everybody. This is Ben Thornwell from Famous. You just heard me talking earlier, seconds earlier on the podcast. This is an ad break, but it's unique because it's not MailChimp, which hasn't even paid me to make that joke, unfortunately. Uh, I'm here to let you know that tickets are on sale for Halloween 2023. Uh, If you don't know what that is, we do a full set of Jukebox the Ghost and then a set of music as Queen in full costume and character. And we are bringing the show to Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Austin, 
Carborough and Baltimore, all in October. It's going to be great. Uh, picture this voice with a mustache and a Freddie Mercury outfit and an absolutely impeccable English accent. If you are listening to this a- episode after October of 2023, the cities no longer apply to you, but I'm sure we're doing Halloween this year too, so go get those tickets as well. Also, we are launching the Jukebox the Ghost Patreon. Can you believe it? We have famous bonus episodes, content, Jukebox the Ghost Discord, early demos, videos, recordings, MP3s, all sorts of fun stuff. We're really excited to have that going. Um, so please go and check it out and join us there. Uh, regardless, we really appreciate your support, all of your five, four, and two-star reviews, and we are just super grateful for all of our listeners. So without further ado, here's some more Famish. All right, we, here's, we have some questions. Tommy, the new ones are at the top or at the bottom? New ones have to be at the top, right? I don't know whether to tell you where the questions <laughs> are that I'm going to be reading, because last time, and if you subscribe to us on Patreon, yeah, uh, if you're out there listening and you subscribe on Patreon, you had the, the opportunity to hear this, but the plot twist at the end of Mailbag episode two, right? Yeah, I think was uh, I we we read a, a a fan question aloud about what's your favorite kind of goo. Yeah, that's right. And in the Patreon bonus episode, Ben revealed that he had written that question and he had snuck it into our shared note. Yes, I did. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what to believe. I just got a notification on my phone that my notes have just been updated. So I'm looking <laughs> through this document, going. I wonder what changed. I wonder which question is different. That's what that ding was. <laughs> That's what that ding was. He thought he was being sneaky. <laughs> you got dinged. I'm trying to be dinged. Well, Tommy, why don't you kick us off? Let's. Um... Oh, I see your question. You snuck in a question from Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's hear Mark's question. <laughs> My, so, yeah, first question here. Well, should we? Are you going to play the theme song or no? <laughs> I don't know which theme on to play. I guess we already heard it twice. It's Yeah, I think we're good on that. Okay, great. Question from Mark, who exists? Uh, loved the last mailbag episode. Curious what a gristle whistle is. Thanks. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah, it's right there. No way. I see it too. It's on the notes. Well, Jesse, maybe you can start with that. I, I That question uh, from a real person. Yikes. We'll circle back. You want to circle back? I Look, no, no, no. I need to nip this in the bud. I thought of what would be a funny name for a country band, and I thought of the meat guy. Because he's got a country twang. Who people don't have any context for, but you go on. <laughs> also, the name of my country band is The Meat Guy. I thought the word whistle was kind of country. And I thought the word gristle was kind of country. It's good. Honestly, get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. That's what it was. All right, let's do All right, Tommy, let's do the next question from Mark. Oh, 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 oh okay. I was going back. Just kidding, there isn't one. Okay. Now your, your call. Heather Jeffries sent us a couple of different questions, and I thought they were both good. So I, mm. I sandwiched both of Heather's emails into one thing. So um, one is very relevant to us at this particular moment. She says, uh, I've always been curious what the impetus is for making a new album is for you guys. Do you tend to write songs? And then when you collect enough, make an album, do you say it's time and then write songs to go on it? I feel like there are plenty of artists I love that only release one album every few years, some that release every uh, four albums in a short time and then nothing. Curious about your process and how you guys basically, how you decide about making a record. I'm curious too. Yeah. Uh, how do we do it? I guess we don't really have like a clearly defined process, but we are in a somewhat unorthodox process at the moment because Cheers was more of like, sort of like a cohesive, like we got to bang this out in one long session, sort of like, um, which is how most of our albums have, have gotten finished other than Off to the Races, which was 
spread over a longer period of time. But we're working on uh, a new release that has some stuff that we recorded a while back. It has some some stuff we're recording right now and going to record. There's like a whole I mean, if, if we actually look at the length of time for the stuff that we're working on, it's probably, you know, there's stuff from five years ago, you know? Yeah. So it's it's all coming together, though. And there's stuff from five years ago to stuff we were writing three weeks ago. But yeah, we're we're piling in. Also, I think, you know, there some bands, I think it depends on like where you what stage of your career you're in, what what kind of a band you are. You know, the, back in the day it used to be like, okay, it's time to go make a record. And some band might just like, all right, we're gonna lock ourselves in the studio or rehearsal space for six weeks and write and write and then record and it's done. And that's just never how we've operated. We we sort of we write separately often and then we bring it in. That's gotten a little more blurred lately. We, you know, I'm I'm in a little studio that that we have now. And so we're now like engineering ourselves and producing ourselves. And so there's a lot more flexibility of like, hey, let's just let's get together this week, record two songs, add it to the pile, and then when we have something that feels like an album, we'll release an album. Mm-hmm. I also feel like um, in- intuitively, you might guess that the creation of a record begins with kind of identifying the big themes and concepts and then working from there. But it seems like it's the opposite, mostly because we have two main songwriters in the band. We typically, when, we, when it's time for us to like officially record and you know, actually put things in, down in a very official capacity, official sense, we have, usually we have like, over 30 songs every round to choose from and it's in it's it's through recording them and through song selection that we really start to go like okay like these five songs fit together thematically so the the themes come later you know it it tends not to start with the big ideas it starts with like 30 to 40 demos you know and then we curate and get a sense of the title and all that shit you know yeah okay so the other question from heather is what songs do you think your younger self would love by Jukebox? And which would they be surprised by? Hmm. My younger self. I, 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 this, this is kind of tangential, but I was thinking about how in Half Crazy, I, I think I said the line is like, my left eye's gone lazy, worried about you, I think is the, the lyric. Yep. Yeah. And um, my left eye has in later in life has gotten like slightly lazy. Like when I, have you guys noticed that ever? No. No. Watch this. Check this out. Oh wait, hold on. Do you see it? Wait, did you go outside? Did you go like duck footed? It just dr- it drifts that way. My left eye like drifts. Yeah. Wait, is that okay? I don't know. I've never asked anybody about it. <laughs> you should ask. You should ask somebody. Because what if it just one day it just turns and then you're like, well, that's that. So I anyway, I think my former self would be surprised that my that my lyrics came true. Uh, but uh, I think I think my like college self would have been pretty surprised by like. My attempts at going like electro pop, I think like the one would have been like, wait, what? But yeah, I don't really, it's hard to know. I think my younger self would be surprised by all like the synthy, like producey, like crazy vocal stuff that I was doing. Oh, you hated synths. Remember that? Hated synths. I was like, I, you know, I was like an obsessive, just classical piano kid. So I was like, no synth, piano only. You know, I wanted to be like, you know, a version of like a Ben Folds 5, or it's just like, it's just the instruments. So I think I'd be the younger self would be surprised by how much I ended up loving and making like crazy synthy vocal stacky stuff. Yep. The Hollywood intro, it's an easy one for me to say this to to use as this answer because it's like jazz chords too, you know? It's like not only am I singing. It's like I'm singing over a couple of jazz chords in a very uh uh I don't know, it's naked. Yeah, I don't know. I feel it feels vulnerable, but that's the whole point, you know. 
Totally. No, the pop punk Jesse that I met when I was 19 would have been totally shocked by that. Right. I, I also think pop punk Jesse would be surprised he's in a piano rock band. <laughs> That's yes. true. Absolutely. Like, I mean, that let's we you went you went pretty heavy there, but like full stop, like this was not in the cards. You don't even like piano. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it Like, still, I think. No, I know. I like like what would current Jesse be surprised about that I'm in this band? It's wild, man. I you know I forgot this, but like I was reminded of a, of one of the like six punk bands I was in. The other day, I, I just forgot that I had this other life of being in bands that really sound absolutely nothing like us. Shout out Farside Frenzy, Anola's Recovery. Yeah, Farside Frenzy, Elementary, Riverton. Oh, I don't know these ones. Good times. Gristle, the Gristle Whistles? The Gristle, yeah. Uh, Timmy Haunches. So fast it doesn't even have a beat. <laughs> yep. It, it, it's, it, I always find it really funny that if you like isolate the drum track on on like 90s pop punk recordings like i think you would think it was like bluegrass or something like i don't know if you would know that it was like heavy rock right that well yeah there's um that there's a particular beat yeah yeah that these fine these friends of mine these colleagues are describing and it's yeah we call it the punk beat very specific uh listen to like no effects mx or don't <laughs> don't or don't but yes these are bands that i that jesse loved in uh in high school um tina wrote to us with a very specific feedback that no they might be right oh yeah uh i absolutely love your theme song and was very bummed to hear a truncated version for the number two dan romer pod it makes my day to sing along to quote at an airport chilies too you suck okay thanks love you guys right on all right well, look, I actually have just been, generally, I play the short theme at the beginning. Well, now, I play the short Pretty theme. Pretty soon I'm gonna be famous, <laughs> a little more famous than you. Certain people will greet my name with a proud and mighty and one glorious day my songs will be played at an airport chilies too why yes i'm gonna be famous and you can be famous too that one goes out to you tina by request sick also we started the episode with playing like four like a half a second of it and tina probably thought they did it again bastards it is truly a miracle if anybody's listening at this point don't worry tina i i, I just pick the long or the short depending on how i feel honestly so <laughs> that's a good point okay uh wait should we play one of the voicemails yeah let's do a voicemail let's do a voicemail so if you missed you might have missed we posted very briefly about this on instagram we should do an actual post about it but we do have a jukebox that goes hotline Yes, we do. Where you can leave a voicemail. We're not going to pick up. Don't worry. You don't have to be scared. I mean, I, we technically could, but... Uh, I haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't. Um, so we have a, a voicemail set up. What is the number? Do you get do you something off the top of your head? It is 757-JUKEBOX. 757-585-3269. Sick. Yeah. Call us and ask us a question. Uh, we got a lot of... A bunch of calls that are, are like comments, which were very nice, but, you know, aren't really... We listened to them. But we ha we're not going to play them on the pod because it's like a nice shirt, you know, that kind of stuff, which we do like hearing. I like the one that was talking about, like, asking for advice, like a doctor or how to get a doctor. Did you listen to that one? Yeah. Ah, do you want to hear this? Do you want to hear my absolute favorite? And then we'll get into the questions. Yeah. Okay. Hello. I'm trying to reach the Medicare. 
I think pharma, pharmacy. I haven't seen my pills in days, and I, I need answers now. Call me back. I'll be around till 7 p.m. That's when Jeopardy comes on. All right. Where's the damn hang-up button? <laughs> that's, that's my favorite voicemail we got. Wow, I like that guy. So please, please, whoever that is, keep calling. I, I hope he finds his pills. Or I don't. That might be Mark. <laughs> might be Mark. Might be Mark from the earlier question. Yeah. <laughs> might be Mark. That could be Mark. He wouldn't He wouldn't understand pop culture. <laughs> um. All right, well, here's, here's one from Robert. Hi, this is Robert. I've had the good pleasure of uh, working with Tommy and um, of course I'm really familiar with Tommy's like lifelong goal and honestly obsession with drawing lifelike like truly lifelike images of birds Mm. Uh, but this really leads me to the question is he the only one in the band who does this or is he like the designated scapegoat to make everyone else look normal does everyone else have a drawing obsession with photorealistic birds and their appendages? I just have to know. Like, I'm so curious. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Ben, are you drawing a bird right now? I don't draw birds. No, but I did. I drew this. I don't know if you can see this. This is a thing I drew recently. It's a self-portrait. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know where that, I don't know why I did that, but I have that. I drew that last weekend. Wow. Anyway. It, no, it's this is a podcast, so tough luck. <laughs> tough luck. Uh, but it's a really nice picture. Well, if you want to see, you got to subscribe to Patreon. That's the good stuff. Or just, or just hope that this is the clip that we use. Well, I don't know if you guys know this is this is my friend uh, and co-writer who's on our new release, uh, Robert, who is uh, Robert Gillies, who is leaving a message. He's the best. He, I co-wrote um, "Save a Little Room" with him about his child. No way. Yeah. No way. Cool. So we've got a, we've got a, re- a really sweet song coming up in the next batch of music. Oh, I love that song. It's it's kind of like a song for a baby. I didn't know that. Like it's sort of like "Beautiful Boy" by John Lennon in that sort of a vein. We were writing for, me and me and him were writing for his uh, his kid, and it's kind of it's re- it's actually really sad. I re- I really like the song, but um, Robert, you're the best. It's a good song. That's and honestly, that I can tell he's a kind soul, and that was a very that was a very kind question. To even think that Ben and I, it's like, oh, Tommy, you're, you have this tremendous talent. I, I like, do, do the, all of you share it? You know? <laughs> no. Is it not unique? I did draw this. Look at this fun thing I did. Oh, that's not. Yeah. Whoa. Really? Wait, you did that? Yeah, I did that. It was great. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's on my little notepad. It's like a little 3D like threading thing. Yo, send me an email. I'm going to get a lower back tat of that. I love that. Yeah, it's good. It's good for lower back tat. Honestly, Ben, very impressive. Jesse, you're a good drawer. You you know how to draw art. Look, I'm I'm actually I was like the um not to brag, but I was like the good artist growing up in my classroom. Like I always like I got my A's through like drawing shit unnecessarily. But to think that I have like the inspiration and the constant flow of creativity that is needed to do what Tommy does is goddamn ridiculous. I gotta say, it does not require a constant flow of inspiration to draw a bird for the giant ass i just pick a bird i just i literally just pick a bird <laughs> you heard it here heard it here folks pick a bird uh but i do want to shout out robert is uh, awesome robert's music is great uh he's released a bunch of new singles this year so if, if you're curious to check out a jukebox collaborator uh robert gillies should we move into some more questions yeah do you want to should we do voicemail or email Let's do. Let's go back to email, and then we'll swing back into voicemail territory. I've got a great Patreon question line lined up here. Okay. Which, by the way, you can check out 
Jukebox Patreon.com slash Jukebox Ghost. Uh, India asks, I love that you guys represent girls with some more unusual names in songs because my name is India and it makes me hopeful. Ha ha. Would you, <laughs> I love this question. Would you ever consider adding an executive producer Patreon tier? Very limited, of course. Where someone who is not named Diane or Emily or Victoria or Ramona could request their name in a future jukebox song. And that got me thinking, how much would that cost, that Patreon tier? <laughs> yeah, what is the going rate? And, and actually, here, I, is the song called, like, would the song be called India? Would we release it? What's that worth? Thank you, India. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that it's, it's $10,000 a month. <laughs> a month? <laughs> a month. I mean, if you're executive producing anything, you got some... You got some bills to to spread around. Oh yeah, ten thousand yeah. a month for one song. <laughs> I, I I don't know why pay up. I'm not a good businessman, but at some point we'll hit all the names. Yeah, it's just gotta wait long enough. Yeah. Okay, let's do the math. We've been a band for let's just say twenty years to make it easy. We're not there yet, but we're getting close. And we have five girls' names, six girls' names in release songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. How many girl names are there in the world? I mean, it's infinite. Uh, roughly 19,000 19, unique names. So should I do this math? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do the math. 10,000 divided by four equals 47. Let's do the numbers. Times 20. Times 20. So 95,000 years, <laughs> we will have covered all the names, assuming no new names are made. And, well, and one would assume that India would come earlier in that. And maybe in the top thirty percent, simply because it's, it's in English, you know, so that helps. That's true, and and we're getting paid ten thousand dollars a month, <laughs> which really does boost your chances. Yeah, no, it'll it would take us a while to get to like every Mandarin name, let's say, you know. So, uh, India, I think I think we'll get to you in the first ten thousand years. That's a good point. <laughs> I think it's safe to say. Yeah. So just wait it out if you want. I I really well, I would like to get some feedback on what that tier level with what's an appropriate level for you listener to have your name in a song and just know that we can be bought <laughs> and i hope everyone agrees with my reasonable starting <laughs> offer so that's great i love this yeah, 10k monthly that seems that's a high that's a high bar um can i read one from travis blake oh please Travis Blake says, Dear Jukebox the Ghost, we would like to have three kids, but there's something odd about the number three. Will they alternate playing third wheel? Will our family miss out on a bassist? What's the secret to your success as a trio? Love the apocalypse tunes. Don't lie to me, Tommy. You were reading Revelation, but you had Pratchett's Good Omens in your back pocket. Didn't too. Okay. Those are two questions. Let's start with Pratchett's Good Omens. Great book. All agree? Great book. Great book. But I did not read it until after I'd written the End of the World stuff. Um, But I love that book. It's so good. There we go. Um, okay, Ben, do you want to, you, you want to tackle this uh, family arrangement? Yeah, two, three kids. You're going to have a preference. You're going to like one better, but you're never going to say which one it is to anyone. <laughs> don't worry about a bassist. Don't worry about raising a bassist. I don't, I don't think anyone sets out to raise a bassist. <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Some people do. No, no, there's usually a long period of acceptance yeah. if you have a bassist in the family. It's tough. And you know when you have a drummer. What is it? What is a... <laughs> the drool. The drool. The drool doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. What are... What were you... Like, cause I, there are a lot of kids like who end up being drummers just are like the... Like the kids with crazy energy and they're like, you know, like have aggression or whatever. <laughs> like, was that you? Were you that kid? Like, were you, were you wild? You know, I am starting to realize... Only, only very recently that I perhaps am a little bit more energetic than the average person. 
But see, we know so many badass drummers who are very calm people. So I don't know. But were they calm then? I don't. I don't think drummers stay. I mean, they're always secret lunatics. But like you know, I I was hanging out with Chris Berry, great drummer, hanging out with him in in Connecticut. Dude is so chill. Sounds like a really good time. I don't even have a story because the hangs were so chill that I don't have a story. I just looked up an article about things you like signs like when you're a baby of like what like how you know you're it's going to be a drummer later on uh, what i'm reading is they require more diaper changes <laughs> oh god interesting that actually checks out in my experience yeah mm-hmm. and they said like a rodent perhaps <laughs> they teeth on wood that checks out yeah the little the wood chips everywhere yeah full of shit love some wood in their mouth travis be on the lookout <laughs> jesse left <laughs> He didn't like that. I think that was a little too on the on the mark. He didn't like that. Oh, another question from Mark. He, it's funny. He must have sent this email twice. <laughs> Jesse, you got another question from Mark. Loved the mail last mailbag episode. Curious what a gristle whistle is. Thanks. Are you kidding me? Oh, he wrote it in it twice. Must be a different uh, mark. It must be a different mark. What are you chewing on there, pal? Uh, carrot. Okay. Just for those watching, Celery. it is not a carrot. It's a it's a piece of wood. <laughs> Jesse is chewing on a piece of wood. I think there's glue in this. And you know that he has a dirty diaper. <laughs> he's um, got that smile. He's got that mischievous smile. It's still warm. He's having a good time. Doesn't yeah. want anybody to know, but we all watched him get quiet. There was a good question in there. about. Well, they were all good, okay? But the, the power of three thing, I've explained, I think, how the three of us have this like good balance in terms of strengths and weaknesses, personal qualities. I don't even know if I can unpack it all right now, but I'm acknowledging that that question was in there and that three does seem to be the right number uh, of members for this band. This is the most politic answer. I acknowledge a question and there are three members in this band. Because I could write the book and I don't even know if I could dive in right now, but um, we tend to, we balance each other out, you know? Uh Uh-huh. And what would we do with a fourth member? I don't know. It just wouldn't be the same. Travis, we expect your 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 family of three will bring many blessings in your future. Thank you so much for writing to us. <laughs> we owe you a better answer than that. <laughs> but we'll unpack the power of three. We owe him nothing. We owe him nothing. We owe he's he's done it. He, <laughs> he's he's a good man, but we owe him nothing. We've given him so much of us already. There's a song on the next record called Travis Blake. Is that not <laughs> enough for him? All right, are we moving on? Here, I got another. Let's do a little voice memo. Great. A, hey a guys, it's Hannah, uh, your your friend that you that you know. Um, I have a question. I'm going to Halloween in Los Angeles okay. uh, first time, and I, w- I want to dress up for the costume contest. But I want to know, like, what's going to give me an edge to win it? You know, like, what what are we looking for? What's the vibe? Is it like slutty or silly or fucking really weird niche references? Because, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to win. So, yeah, just like, give me, give me a cheat code. Or, or better yet, just like, give me like an idea of what to dress up as. And I'll, I'll make it happen. Um, so, yeah, bye. I'll, I'll talk to you soon, pal. Friends. That's, yeah. I'm you, still you know going. <laughs> I'm still going. Okay. Bye, Hannah. First off, that's charisma. The charisma oozes from that voicemail. That is charisma. That's nice. That's good stuff. We have, um, Hannah gave us complete power to choose her Halloween costume, and that is very exciting. Well, Hannah should know that that in the past, like, the crowd judges these at at its core. Yeah, you don't know what's going to catch. Years ago, I think, you all remember which show it was. Maybe it was DC. There were some great costumes up there. You get some, like, groups, like, you get, like, the, you get Mario Brothers, you get all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or... 
um, you know, the Demogorgon, whatever. You get some really good stuff. And then there's a year where uh, there's a girl just dressed up as a fish, like a foam fish, like a not even a like a Nemo, just a fish. And it caught it caught the audience and they chanted fish, 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 fish. I think even during our set after the like it was nonstop and, and she and she won. And it was like not a good costume. It was the worst costume up there. She, you could see some like anxiety on her face. Like, why? I just bought a foam fish. I shouldn't be here. It was great. So uh, Hannah, I'll just say like, it was incredible. You just don't know. Follow your heart. It's like music. You don't know what's going to be a hit. Put on something you like. I wouldn't go super sexy. It's not like you're going to get up there and like you know show some you know tits and ass and and get yeah. a poster for it. Wrong crowd. I mean, you could if it's you know tastefully done. I and also like it is judged by applause, which that's a that's like I'll give an example so we're all on the same board. It's this is applause. Great I'd put that at maybe like twenty hands. I think at our shows, it's there's upwards of forty, fifty, sixty hands clapping. A lot of people just standing confused. Yeah, holding drinks. So bring the bring that charisma that you brought to this uh, voicemail. Yeah, bring it. People will know. Also, I, I mean, one of the sad realities of Halloween and something that I wish I could change about it is usually we don't get to see the costume contest or maybe yeah. we see the tail end of it because we have to get into costume for the second set. So a lot of times I've had to be like, who won? Who won? Who was it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I suspect this year the Wolves of Glendale, who if, if, you, if you don't know Wolves of Glendale and you're coming to one of the Halloween shows, do yourself a favor and check those those talented, handsome boys out. It's some of the funniest comedy music ever written. It's yeah. great stuff. But they're probably going to be, um, you know, spearheading the finalists. So, you know, maybe get acquainted with their headspace. Look up some Wolves of Glendale. See what they think is funny. Oh, yeah. Trying to figure out what they're going to. But again, they don't vote, but they might pick you out of the audience to have you go up up front. Guys, I think we might uh, probably call it and then do some bonus stuff for the Patreon. I think this might be a good spot to stop for the main podcast. Beautiful. How do you feel about that? Love it. Thank you all so much for these awful questions. Truly, some of them were were, were actually good, actually. But um, we love them. Keep them up. Keep sending them. Wow. Yeah. Keep sending them. All right. See you in the bonus episode, everyone. I want to thank you all for asking such stupid questions. But I got low standards, so here's your stupid answers. Let's open the mail.